Pickaxe. Ooh. Ah! Ooh. No, I don't, don't like it. Spooky ooing. Ben, look at you. You're all transpa- translucent. Not translucent. Because that would be like we wouldn't spooky... be able to see you at all. Ghost, you can see my face. I'm floating in the Dick and Dom house. Mm. <laughs> How terrifying. The Dick and Dom haunted house. Oh, blimey. Is everybody in the festive spirit? Yeah. I suppose so. Yeah. It's just a bit yeah. cold, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's cold it's and wet. wet. Yeah. yeah. Scotland is underwater. And uh, yeah, yeah. It's, um, autumn is here. But it's the spooky time. time of the year. It is. It's the spooky time, which means that we have to obviously do our duty mm-hmm. as as spookyets to do an episode of spookyets. Um, so we're here. Do you guys have any Halloween plans at all? Uh, other than uh, what you know about Ben, uh, yes. Uh, uh, have you Peter's got plans, going Mikey? To kill the Pope. Yeah, what? Going to kill the Pope? <laughs> Don't. No. Sorry, sorry. I just thought Mikey might be able to help. So. <laughs> Have you got plans, Mikey? <laughs> yeah, we're doing a, wo- a work party on Friday, oh. and I'm dressing up as Garfield for my costume. <laughs> He's hilarious. I fucking love that guy. Garfield's he hates so Mondays. He hates Mondays, uh, and he loves, loves lasagna, lasagna, which would poison most cats. It's fucking, oh. it's hysterical. I love it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm uh, doing that. Ben and I are also going to, it's, I mean, it's not an official work party, but someone from work is is hosting. It's Ashton Matthews is hosting. Yeah, a, we're going uh, to party. we're going to Mikey Two's house. Yes, yeah, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I won't say what I'm dressing as, um, <gasps> mm. because, well, because I'm just being secretive like that. I have <laughs> heard what you're dressing as, Ben. The the secret yeah, is I've, out. I've not kept it much of a secret, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I can. I'm happy to disclose. Let's I, go for it. Um, yeah. What's with all this? Is, why are we not disclosing our Halloween costumes? Did I drop the ball by saying I'm no, Garfield? No. I, think, I think I was just going to post Ashton's a photo party on the day. Is just, yeah, Ashton's party is just kind of all. It's it's not implied that you have to be secretive, but it's kind of fun to not tell uh, people and show okay, up in your okay. outfit of choice. But yeah. uh, yes, I am going to be dressed as Chris Bratt from <laughs> um, Jurassic World. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, so the most I've, horrifying thing of all. <laughs> I've got myself. Uh, I've got, I've got the relevant shirt. I've got the leather belt buckle, belt buckle, belt with buckle, mm-hmm. and uh, I've got the little waistcoat as well. It's mainly because uh, I'm doing a couple's costume, and my girlfriend has a dinosaur outfit, so that's <laughs> the just felt like the most logical mm-hmm. choice. It's a good chat. So, uh, that's good. So you can that's just hold. Doing. Hold your hand out in her face at regular intervals throughout the I night. I can. That's what he does. And I won't be told off now, which yeah. is great. <laughs> Anytime anyone's annoying me, I can just go, talk to the hand. Yeah. Parle à ma main, as they would say in France. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm Chris Bratt. That's me. But, you know, not like a weird religious crazy man. <laughs> no, no, yeah. Um, other than that, we have um, we've got a pumpkin which we've not carved yet, and we tend to do one every year. But we are doing one this year, especially because we now live in a neighbourhood that has lots of families with children. Uh, and we, not only do we suspect they will be trick or treating, we basically know that they will be because they've decorated their own fronts of houses, so they're clearly Ooh. in the spirit. Um, so we know that. Well, we are the will... spirits in them? Ooh. Ooh. The ghost inside my child. 
We will be getting children <laughs> knocking on our door this year. We we are sure of it. Past two or three right. years, we've bought a big packet of sweets and put it in a bowl, and not a single child has arrived, and we've gone, oh, no. oh well, I'm going to have to eat all these sweets then. <laughs> all this Haribo for Peter. Yeah, um, but I'm sure it will happen this year. So we've done a pumpkin we can stick in the window. Yeah, this is amazing. It. This is a dangerous time of year for me to go into Tesco, because... It's it's only a Halloween thing, but um, they have like obviously the bags of sweets, but there's like a multi bag of just like chewy, chewy kind of refreshery kind of sweets, oh, yeah. and oh, it's like it's like crack to me. Like if I buy a bag that like I've eaten twenty of them, I've eaten the entire bag in one <laughs> night, and yeah. I've gone through tw- two bags so far, and I'm hoping not wow. to add any more to that because Jesus Christ, do I feel like sh- sugar well, afterwards. You look- you're looking great, Mikey. Um, yeah, we're just going to continue to make you uncomfortable, Mikey, just every single time we talk to you. You're looking great, Michael. Uh, my insides are full of sweets. Uh. <laughs> Amy said to me I, as well, she said, uh, oh, have you seen Mikey's new headshot? I was like, yeah. And she's like, he looks great. So everyone does, thinks you look great. So you Mikey, can eat you as many great. chewy things as you like. <laughs> to, to look like mr blobby i will continue to feast on the flesh of little chewy you might things. as well if you're cycling every day that's like the whole point yeah 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 literally you know? literally the whole point yeah mm. yeah fuck mm. it i'm gonna i'm gonna eat all the sweets i want i censored mm-hmm. myself from a swear there and then i just said the big f so uh you don't have to censor yourself here pal uh, it's just it's we have to censor ourselves from the youtube algorithm the greatest ghoul of them all that's it's, true yeah I, d- I still don't know how that works. I'm still scared, scared to swear, but screw it. <laughs> well, I guess we'll miss out on the seven pounds of ad revenue from each each yeah, podcast. Huge amount, Woo. huge amount of ad revenue that we that we can expect. Hello, cat. Welcome back. Hello, cat. Mm. She's Ghost so fickle. Ghost cat. You can't see ghost cat, unfortunately, but she is here. Um, this is also my first year with potential children knocking yeah. on my door, which is obviously <laughs> horrifying because I've been living in a flat basically my entire independent adult life so it's never been a problem and uh, now it may well be a problem i haven't seen many decorations out and about and there are no children that live in the immediate houses around me i don't think right but there's a very real risk however halloween night is when i'm streaming so it's not my problem i'm not even gonna be there to like deal with it but the doorbell might be going all the time which would be bloody annoying so (laughs) i went to a halloween party last year and they had a little balcony and we had a bucket on a string, and whenever people walked past, we'd drop the bucket to them and go, "Go oh, on, yes. have some sweets." <laughs> I think only thought... a couple of people actually obliged, which is kind of sad. Why don't people trust oh. anyone anymore? Yeah, why well, <laughs> what if you would take sweets the out of the, the balcony bucket? <laughs> <laughs> um, I've just thought actually, we had a ring doorbell installed about a month ago, and uh, obviously you can speak through them. And actually, Amy had to go next door yesterday just to pick up a parcel from the neighbours when we got back that had been delivered while we were out. And when she walked out through the front door, I thought I'd just, just for a laugh, I thought I'd just go, hello, through the doorbell. And uh, she, t- <laughs> I said it, and through the closed living room door, through the hallway, and through the closed front door, I could hear it. And she looked down the camera and she went, she's really loud. And apparently <laughs> I just shouted the word hello into a really quiet street. <laughs> All so, the car alarms go off. Yeah, so I could definitely scare a few children who knock on our door, I think. You should. With that, yeah. <laughs> well, you might get egged, who knows? Yeah, that's That's true. the risk, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You never know what's going to happen. Well, I know what's going to happen now, though, and that's that we're going to roll the music and, and do the episode of Spooky It's that we promised. Yeah, it, it is. Shall we? Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. 
Hello everybody and welcome to Spooky It's, the official Ooh. Spooky It's Ooh. podcast. Ooh. It's a conversational spookcast where we take some spooktions from Spook at Spook and spook the law of the three spooks where everybody spooks a spook, a spook, two spooks, a spook. I'm Ben. <laughs> I'm Peter. And I'm Michael. I think oh, I that forgot, went very well. I, I forgot how our intro went there, so I think mine's out of whack while still being spooky. So that's yeah, okay. fine. Changes to routine. Ah, the biggest spook of them all. You guys it went is. with a spook, and I went with a spook thing at first, Ooh. and then I, I course corrected halfway through. Curious. Very spooky all round. Uh, welcome everybody back to Spooky It's. This is our annual spooky episode of Podiots that we do, where this is the first year where we'll have things submitted by listeners that are spooky related as well as bringing our own things along that are spooky in and of themselves um i would very quickly before i ask you guys how you doing I'd like to thank everybody that came along to the charity stream we did the other week on twitch we raised some good money for mermaids which is a, a trans youth charity and i want to thank you all for being there and giving so generously and also apologize for getting so drunk uh because it was unbecoming but i don't think i embarrassed myself too much but I was sick afterwards. Nice. Uh, so thank you sick. for coming along. I appreciate it. Yeah. You get a free pass. You're doing charity, so you get to get. It was for charity. Blasted. I threw up for charity. It's good. Yeah. 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 I'll yeah. eat a pizza before the stream next time, though, instead of <laughs> sort of nibbling on a piece afterwards oh, God. Uh, when I couldn't face to eat anything. Oh, uh, but uh, there we are. Peter, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Um, how are you doing, uh, Michael Johnson? I'm doing very well. How are you doing, Benjamin Potter? I'm doing all right. Thanks, Mikey. Oh. I appreciate you asking. Moment of silence. And now a hard transition into talking about Pod Squad <laughs> because there was no connective tissue there for me to work with. Oh, connective so. tissue. How spooky. Oh. That is spooky. It's inside the body. <laughs> if you go to podiots.com, donate £3 or more, you'll get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the podcast. You'll join Pod Squad. You'll support us here in what we do and we'll really appreciate it. It's honestly, it's a win-win, win-win-win. Mikey is going to kick us off. We begin with Stephen Scordes. Halloween nuts. Donak 07. Cheese beats petrol 2020. Shreddy, shreddy. Oh my god, that's a lot of letters. Give me a minute. Shreddy, shreddy rand kiz tasba yeah. What? Shreddy rand kiz tasba yeah. Yeah. Anyone else got it? Yeah. Shred. Shred. Yeah. Is that is that something? It feels like something. Is that something? Answers on a postcard, please. Is that something? Thank you. Thank you for that. We continue with I've sharted, so I'll finish. The very generous, and then Lord Gravy Beatovich. Thank you. Thank you. We've also got, or well, mine starts, Lord Gravy Betovich, which I think is a duplicate. Oh, is sorry, it? that's, that's a double right. there. That's fine. Ooh, ooh. Uh, well, we've also got then one vowel from Shira, who was very, very generous and said, overdue donation, I'm sure. Love to you and the Walrus Clan. Thank you very much. Oh, thank, you. thank you. Thank you. 
Which vowel from Shira are you? That's what I, what I want to know. The E or the uh, A? Yeah. Or is it one vowel off spelling Shira? Well, it could be. One yeah, vowel maybe away they're... from spelling. Mm, yeah. Mm. Uh, there's Prince Beefcakes, Paul Hollywood's Sticky Hand, <laughs> Very Generous, Shrek's Hot Knob Spiders, who says, <laughs> Hey, fellas, thanks for keeping your bussies so bussin' all the time. Binge the pod from the beginning over the summer and have been loving it. Do you know where oh. duck farts come from? Where? They're, they're butt quacks. Brilliant. Uh, Very good. Uh, <laughs> I like that. That's better than any fringe joke I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, and I've also got at the end of my list, Toby Curtis McKenzie. Thank you. Oh, thank thank you. you, guys. Uh, before we continue, uh, Shrek's... What was it? Shrek's, Shrek's hot knob spiders. Shrek's hot knob Shrek's spiders. Shrek's hot knob spiders. Yeah, that reminds me that uh, Mikey, we did actually put in an application to stay at Shrek Swamp, didn't we? Yes, we did, and we haven't heard back yet. Damn it! And it's it's Halloween weekend, so I don't think we're going to hear back. No. Still a chance. Are we the problem? Do you think? Um. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Uh, maybe Dave Benson Phillips told them not to. Uh, not maybe to said you know. I think they, you know, they all mix in the same circles. Dave Benson Phillips and Airbnb, DBP mm. and Airbnb. Nice. <laughs> Look, I've heard of these guys. Don't, don't give them the, don't give them the prize. That's uh, Dave's next business venture. When he needs some cash, uh, DBP to, uh, to have people stay in his house and in the, in the DVD room with in the, the green wall. <laughs> oh no! This is where DBP's the Airbnb happens. DVD. Yeah. <laughs> awful i do wonder if they're gonna open it back up again because it turned out that it was a very limited time thing wasn't it it was just like over halloween yeah for charity so i'm hoping they built the structure and they will open it up again because i think it might be that you can then after they've done this free weekend i think you can just book in for a price i think you can just pay to go maybe oh okay i don't know i'll have to check back in I'll check back in at some point and see what's going on. Anyway, my pod squad, the fast crew, we've got Urine for a Treat, Cyclepath, Psychopath, Killy Ray Maulrus, Brian Butterwank, Mr. Macca, Maybe She's Born With It, Maybe It's D's Nuts, Kristen <laughs> uh, <laughs> Smells Nya Nya, and Brian Trunterfield. And oh, nice. that is your pod squad for this week. Podiots.com, £3 or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the show and join pod squad and support us in the process. We really appreciate you all. Do you guys have a favourite? Uh, I think we might have had it before, but I was taken by surprise by I've sharted, so I'll finish. Oh, yes, oh. I like that one too. Yeah. It's not the name, but I like butt quacks. I'm, I'm still kind of giggling to myself about that. Um, yeah. Good job, you. That's a good joke. <laughs> this is my favourite joke I've ever heard. <laughs> it's the best thing ever. <laughs> Uh, Peter Austin, you're in charge of spooky things this week. Yeah, um, it went well in that I put out the normal tweet asking for normal <laughs> things. And then about 10 minutes before we went, not live, so before we started recording, I got my thing out from the, the documents that I keep. And I was like, oh, here's the spooky thing. I was like, oh, shit, spooky things. Oh, no, I should have asked for spooky things. So at the last minute, I've managed to get one definitely spooky thing, one <laughs> spooky-ish thing I don't know if it's a good enough story and one spooky adjacent thing that I've given to Michael Johnson so um, <laughs> Great. thanks to those who desperately came through at the end with some yes. loosely Halloween themed things I'm sorry about that um, thank you thank you all heroes 
But uh, who would like to go first with their own thing, perhaps? I uh, could. Mikey could. Mikey? Ooh. Yeah. I've got something not explicitly, like it's it's not Halloween related, but every element of it is Halloween related. So I guess that means it's Halloween related. So okay. let's dive into my deeply Halloween related thing. Let me just adjust my screen a bit. Okay, here we go. Um, Sorry, this isn't the voice for Halloween. Okay. Okay, let's go, kids. <laughs> Are you ready to be scared? Uh, <clears throat> On October 30th. Oh, too scary. Dial okay. back. Yeah. On October 30th. That better? More like it? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that one. On October 30th, 1858. That's Will too you? spooky. Can we oh, have a bit more recent, please? Spooky, uh, yeah. <laughs> 2005. On, on October 20th. <laughs> yeah, nothing went wrong in 2005. Yeah, I think I met a duck in 2005. Oh, good year. Did you? Good year. Did you? Where, how did it fart? <laughs> <laughs> it's butt quack. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You should do the fringe. <laughs> Just my one joke. Uh, on October 30th, 1858, William Hardacre set up his sweet stall at Green Market in Bradford, England. That afternoon, factory workers lined up to spend their payday wages on his zebra-striped humbugs. Hardacre. Mmm, mm, tasty. I do that is quite sweet, the picture of Victorian uh, factory workers queuing up for sweets after work. Humbugs, it was, uh, yeah. It was cute. <laughs> Hardacre enticed customers with knockdown prices, a discount to make up for the slight discoloration in the day's batch. Right. Oh. By the time the market shut, Hardacre had sold five pounds, that's weight, not money, of sweets. And by the next morning, children began to mysteriously die. Oh, God. Oh, no. So this is a, this is a, this is a warning tale. If you get any discolored humbugs in your, in your trick-or-treating bucket this week, just bid them. It's not worth it. No. So, no. So let's find out what the heck happened here. Mm-hmm. This was a time when child mortality was high. Cholera ran rampant, leading the police to initially put their deaths down to natural causes. Few dead kids... Eh, it's just the way it goes. It's just spooky, you know? It's yeah. just, getting, just getting in the, in the spirit of things. Yeah, it's Halloween. Kids die. Don't yeah, worry about it. Yeah, it's fine. Get fine. used to it, snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> However, by the evening of October 31st, <gasps> the sudden deaths were rapidly multiplying, which put all of the police into panic stations because something was amiss. Um, police arrived at one harrowing scene, a distraught father. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not going to describe the scene, but you can imagine a distraught father and what, what's, what's in front of him. Um, and then the, 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 the police spoke to the father. He suggested that the sweets he bought early in the day could be behind their deaths. His suspicion was confirmed when a young man in the house insisted on testing the candies himself and ate, right. ate two and then promptly fell ill. Oh God! What? What? I, yeah. I know things were different back then, but you don't look at your dead sibling and go, "Ah, let me try one." I'm sure it's nothing. <laughs> maybe, maybe it was this knife. I best check it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sharp. Up, up. Yep, that's definitely it. Uh, the father told the police that the candy stall was in the green market and that the seller went by Humbug Billy. Oh God! <laughs> no, no, the humbugger. Uh, <laughs> that's good. No, you should have gone by that name. If the police believed Humbug Billy to be a murderous mastermind, 
They were soon disabused. Disabused. Wow, what does that word even mean? Disabused. Usually, disabused. usually I disabused. change the complicated words from these, but disabused. Um, hmm. It mean it's the past tense of disabused. Good. Um, thank what? you, Google. <laughs> I don't know. What that was. <laughs> um, they were soon. Um, they were soon. They soon realized he was not actually a murderous mastermind. There we go. English. Right. English is good. Instead, yeah. they discovered him at home, writhing in agony, having helped himself to one of the humbugs the night before. The true culprit behind the Bradford humbug poisoning was in some ways worse than a lone wolf villain. People across Bradford were dying because of systematic carelessness and a pursuit of profit. No. Oh, no. It was capitalism was the real boogeyman all along. <laughs> Who'd have thought that capitalism would be the baddie? Yeah, story. I can't believe you've done this. The ill stallholder first pointed the finger at Joseph Neal, the confectionery wholesaler who had sold him the lethal lozenges. Neal's candy recipe included a mix of sugar, gum, water, peppermint oil, and daft. <laughs> daft. Daft. <laughs> daft. Um, daft was a sort of bulking agent put into products to replace some of the sugar and reduce the cost of production. Mm, delicious daft. Mm. Around two weeks before the tragedy, Neil had sent an employee to, bound to buy 12 pounds of daft from a druggist in nearby Shipley. A druggist? A druggist. It's <laughs> <A> <laughs> just a man on the Not street. Chemist. No, no, a druggist. Mm. They're the ones who do call it a good price. Yeah, I was going to say, someone's got to be. <laughs> <laughs> Upon arriving... Neil's assistant discovered that the druggist was ill in bed. Instead, the shop was staffed by an inexperienced apprentice. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh. Neil's... Um, uh, the, he, he was unwilling to leave empty-handed and instructed the assistant to find the daft. And they dutifully scooped out large quantities of white powder from an unlabeled container to oh give to the man. Yeah. But... Turns out he'd chosen the wrong one. And instead of daft, God, uh, the assistant handed Neil 12 pounds of arsenic. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's in, not good. That's not, you don't put that in sweets. That's not supposed to go in there. I do like the fact that they could just buy arsenic over the counter, though, back in those days. That's... Uh, uh, 12 pounds of arsenic, please. Yeah. <laughs> what do you need it for? Yeah, it's sweet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why not? In turn, the assistant took the hefty package to the sweet maker. They added all 12 pounds to the 40 pounds of lozenge mixture. So that ratio is quite high. That's a lot of arsenic. Um, later, after he finished the candies, they began vomiting, weirdly, likely due to exposure from the enormous amounts of poison in the room. At the time, he just assumed he had a dicky tummy, he had a stomach bug. Um, and turns out, no, it was the, the candies. And uh, a court later heard how each candy contained enough poison to kill a grown man. Ouch. Yeah. My These God! These weren't even grown men, Mikey. These were like Children. not grown men. The like, opposite. That's that's value, man. Three for the price of one. Let's go. Are you, and yeah. who, who has just one humbug? I mean, you have three at least. <sighs> yeah. Come on, <laughs> all at once. Um, 
Um, officers and bell ringers then spent what was left of All Hallows Eve rushing around the district, trying to warn as many people as possible about the danger. Hmm? Sorry? Just said God. 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 There's no God here. No God on the streets of Bradford. As the Bradford Observer reported, the quiet slumbers of innumerable persons were broken at midnight by the warning. The walls of the town were thickly covered with an official precaution from the chief constable. The alert likely saved countless lives. However, it came too late for a good number of people. After tracing how the arsenic ended up in the humbugs, the police decided it should be the poor pharmacy assistant with just three weeks of experience who should be arrested for all the deaths. Oh, oh, oh. I mean, it kind of his fault, kind of, but not really. Yeah, it's mostly, mostly their fault, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in the end, uh, the assistant and his employer and the candy wholesaler were all charged with manslaughter. But, shockingly... The three men were completely acquitted that December, with the prosecution unable to prove any uh, to prove that any existing law had been broken. <laughs> There's no laws against putting poison in your sweets. I guess the key thing there is unintentionally. So you can't really send you down for making a mistake like that. You would definitely. Um, I'm sure nowadays you'd get like criminal negligence on the part of the assistant and on the part of the uh, of the chemist who just put an assistant in charge but maybe that just didn't exist as a crime back then so unless oh you did it on purpose there's oh boy do i have the with. tidbit for you at the end of this article peter oh. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um the hardacre returned to selling confectionery in the green market and after recovering from his own consumption of one of the sweets um brave i guess i think at that point i'd hang in my hat but i guess people were hungry for sweets and quickly forgot <laughs> um always on sweets Mm. Hungry factory workers wanting little niblets for their children when they get home. Niblets. Uh, niblets. <laughs> the case, though, lingered in the public's imagination. Sellers say the high-profile poisonings contributed to the passing of the landmark Pharmacy Act of 1868. Oh, this is the yeah. juicy bit. Let's go. Good year for mm. legislation. Yeah. <laughs> The act ensured that named poisons could only be be, spool, uh, be sold in special bottles made from coloured textured glass to provide a strong visual cue to the contents. Specific poisons also had to be labelled. The shops also had to keep registered, noting down the names of the buyers. So, hey, thanks for the sacrifices, guys. It's now thanks to this, this fumble that we no longer have to really worry about finding arsenic in our sweeties. So, <laughs> be careful out there, but also... Uh, you could probably just relax a bit. I don't think there's been arsenic in sweets for a, a good little while. Yeah. Or just go buy your own sweets from mm. Tesco, just yeah. to be safe, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you can eat Peter's still alive. Way. Mikey's still alive. You guys have been eating the Harry Bone, the refreshers. Yeah. 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 It's all good. It's all good. Um, I, uh, I'm sure I read somewhere that, um, you know how they used to use lead paint in just everything back in the day? I don't know mm. what year we're talking here, but it was a common thing, lead paint. Um, it would be used on like children's toys and cots and walls and everything. And uh, apparently lead paint tastes quite sweet. So children, oh. little babies would have like, you know, wooden toys with lead paint on and they'd be like, hmm, yummy and lick their their sweeties and die of lead poisoning. Oh, my um, God. Good. Yeah. Good stuff. Ugh. Ugh. Um, yeah, that's my that's my Halloweeny, but not Halloweeny, but Halloweeny tale. Mm. Oh of yeah, spooky humbugs. 
fantastic. Thank you, Michael. You're welcome. Uh, ben, would you like to give us a listener slash viewer submitted thing? I would love to. Uh, this comes courtesy of Jeff the Mongoose on our Discord. That's Ooh. right. We have a Discord. I believe, uh, what is it? Is it uh, vidiotsofficial.com forward slash Discord? I want to say that's right. Uh, it, yes, it is. vidiotsofficial.com forward slash Discord. Uh, Tommy and Fleckers modding us over there. Go check it out. Go sign up. Um, I am using my mouse with my left hand because uh, there's a baby lying on my arm and I am not left-handed, so I'm slowly <laughs> browsing to my window here. Here we go. It's baby cat. It's not a... It's baby cat. It's not, not a real baby. Got a child. It is a real baby, but it's yeah. not a human baby. No. Yeah, not a human. But this 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 baby could probably have far fewer humbugs than a human baby could. Right. This story comes from BBC News, and Rob Cameron. This is from the twentieth of October. BBC News Prague is where it's from specifically. The headline reads: Czech village pre Czech sorry Czech village priest sorry for smashing pumpkins. Oh, oh, I love that band. Well, not the band. The band. Oh. <laughs> not the band. I'll send you guys a photo of the pumpkins uh, so you can really appreciate the story. Here, here he goes with his left hand. There nice. we are. He's oh! smashed the shit out of those pumpkins. I love that someone had the foresight to take it. Well, I suppose they would take a before photo because it looks that good. But, uh, it looks nice, yeah. yeah. Look at all those pumpkins. Just lots of faces yeah. and stuff. A Czech parish priest has apologised to local children after stomping on Halloween pumpkins near his church. Father Yaromir Smakel destroyed the carved pumpkins on two successive days in a part in a park, sorry, in Kurdyov, a village in the winemaking region of South My God, South Moravia, potentially. Uh, he has apologised for the vandalism in an open letter to the mayor and published on the village Facebook page. Oh, man. <laughs> he said he would have acted differently had he known they were carved by children. <laughs> These quotes are wild. Get ready. <laughs> Leaving the rectory on Sunday evening, I saw numerous symbols of the satanic feast of Halloween placed in front of our sacred grounds, he wrote. Right. I acted according to my faith and duty to be a father and protector of the children entrusted to me and removed these <laughs> symbols, said Father Smakel, parish priest of the Roman Catholic Church of St. John the Baptist. He added that in his view, the modern tradition of Halloween had been conceived in a heathen, contemporary world as a counterbalance to the Catholic feast of All Souls Day. Uh, Br Briklavsky Denik newspaper, which first reported the story, said the local children had carved the pumpkins as part of Halloween festivities organised by the village. Some children are said to have been in tears when they were told their creations had been destroyed. Oh, New pumpkins were left in the park but were found scattered and stomped on the next day, reported the paper. Mm -hmm. Father Smakel said it had not been his intention to harm anyone, especially not children. But try to remember that my duty as a figure of authority and a priest is to protect children and families from hidden evil, he mm -hmm, went on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The Czech Republic is considered to be one of the least religious countries in the world. Oh, no. <laughs> Thank you, BBC. However, some traditional religious feasts, including All Souls Day, remain popular and are marked by both believers uh, and atheists alike. That's some just because you get to eat food. That's why yeah. there's still a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Some Czechs complain their traditions are being eroded by highly commercialised imports from the West, with Halloween being a prime example, and that is the story there. God, I wish there was CCTV footage of this priest <laughs> angrily just what, going from pumpkin to pumpkin. A spiteful little man. He didn't remove them. He said, oh yeah, I saw these satanic things, and I removed them. No, you didn't. You just no, you didn't. stomped on them. <laughs> you just smashed made the a shit mess. out of them. 
Yeah, Awful, that's not very Jesus lead. Like, if you're going to make a mess, clean it up after yourself, at least. And then, yeah. yeah, there wouldn't have been any evidence that someone had smashed the pumpkins. Also, yeah, how did this come out? How did the news come out? Did he own up to smashing the pumpkins? Was he just Seems like, like it. I'm sorry. I mean, at least he has a conscience, I suppose. He did. As soon as he heard that there was an uproar, maybe he was, maybe someone saw him. It doesn't say in the story, but he, <laughs> he at least owned, uh, owned up to it. Uh, so that's something. But then he doubled down in his apology. Yeah. You know, uh, children, that's fine if you want to celebrate satanic stuff. But, it, you know, it is satanic and you are going to hell. But adults, I'll just this is a warning. I will beat the shit out of your pumpkins. So, And he seemingly inspired copycats because it, I, if I understood what, what you said correctly, the next day, yeah, the replacement pumpkins had be, also been stomped and smashed up. That's so. seemingly implied by the story. Yeah, it doesn't really go into much more detail. Than oh, that, I assumed but, he did uh, two separate days of stomping. <laughs> I thought it was him I mean, both it, days. It could well be Maybe, that. It, yeah. it wasn't it wasn't hugely clear in no, the story. But uh, hey, next year, kids, what you need to do is um, put dog poo in mm. the pumpkins mm. or and knives. leave them outside the church. Yes. Or knives. Yeah, you could, I suppose you could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, for any, there we are. Any priests wandering, give them a good old stabbing uh, with with pumpkins. Not uh, with pumpkins. No. Uh, thank you for That's that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's now time for uh, my my own thing, isn't it? I think. Yes. Um, right. So I have got a story here. Um, this is a write up uh, from Taraya Galloway on a blog called Oh, it's just blog.newspapers.com. Fish Wrap, the official blog of newspapers. Mm. They got newspapers.com? That's amazing. Yeah. It's blog.newspapers.com, so I don't hey, know still. if that's... But still, yeah. Amazing. Um, so here we go. Um, one of the US... Uh, one of US history's strangest crimes was a streak of sneaky haircuts that took place <laughs> in 1942 Mississippi. The Pascagoula criminal... That's a place, I think. Pascagoula, I assume. Um, was nicknamed the Phantom Barber for his creepy oh. habit of cutting locks of hair off young girls while they slept. Ooh. Would you like a very creepy artist impression from the time of oh, the Phantom God. Barber? Yes, yeah, please. go on then. Oh, Ugh. that's worse than I possibly could have imagined. He's really massive. Horrid. Yeah, <laughs> he is. How do you get scissors that big? <laughs> Um, that's the caption for that image is unsettling illustration of the phantom barber um, from a <laughs> yes. 19, uh, 1940s uh, newspaper, the San Francisco Examiner. Um, the phantom barber strikes, it says. The first victims of the nighttime barber were Mary Evelyn Briggs and Edna Marie Heidel. The two shared a room in our la- in our ladies of victory's convent and woke in time to see a man crawling out the window. Oh. Mary was the sole victim to uh, give a description of the perpetrator. And this is a little excerpt from the actual newspaper report at the time. The only victim of a hair sh- of a hair shearing who awoke in time to see the barber was Mary Evelyn Bridges at our lady of victory's convent. I saw the figure of a kind of short, fat man, she said, bending over me with something shiny in his hand, and he was fooling with my hair. When he saw me open my eyes, he said, Shh! I yelled. He jumps out of the window. End quote. Um, There's now a picture of, I think, the two girls who had their hair cut by the barber. Uh, (laughs) Oh my god. They uh, seem thrilled. 
They do. Yeah. They seem quite happy. Uh, so that's Mary Evelyn Briggs and her sister Laura. Um, a few days later, six-year-old Carol Peaty awoke to find much of her hair missing. The screen on her window was cut. An adult woman, Mrs. Taylor, also fell victim to the unusual crime, and her account led to suspicions that the criminal used chloroform to keep the girls from waking. Um, We've got another excerpt here from the newspaper. Woman's hair snipped by Phantom Barber. Pascagoula, uh, uh, June uh, June 23rd. Uh, Pascagoula's Phantom Barber has ridden again. Mrs. R.E. Taylor reported two inches of her new permanent had been shorn by the strange shearer while she slept in a bedroom with her husband and two daughters. That's strange. Her name is Resident Evil Taylor. Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. And some of the two so inches of her permanent uh, was yes. shorn. Um, Not a permanent. I had a vague feeling of something passing over my face, Mrs. Taylor said, then woke up feeling ill. The tonsorial artist had broken through a window, cut her hair, and fled. Previous victims of the Phantom Barber, all within the last ten days, were three little girls. Police believe he used chloroform to keep his subjects asleep while he snipped their locks. Uh, the intruder didn't... This is back to the uh, the blog now. The intruder didn't injure these girls. His break-ins consisted of slicing open window screens, cutting off the hair, and slipping away unseen. He did occasionally leave behind footprints, but they weren't enough to secure his identity. We then have the Heidelberg incident. Oh, no. (laughs) Quite suddenly, the Phantom's escapades went from bizarre to brutal. He broke into the home of Terrell Heidelberg and attacked him and his wife with an iron pipe. In the face of such violence, the search for the Phantom Barber increased. At last, a suspect was found. A man named William Dolan was arrested and charged with attempted murder. Human hair was found near his home, and he had some disagreement with the Heidelbergs that gave him a motive for the assault. Um, uh, Dolan uh, was called a Nazi saboteur um, mm. for some reason, but I don't understand why, because it says, Dolan, called a Nazi saboteur, was known for having German sympathies during a time when war hung heavily on the public mind. So I think they mean he was a saboteur of the Nazi persuasion rather than mm. <laughs> a, a saboteur he of Nazis. the Nazis. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, most were happy to see him arrested and slept soundly knowing the phantom barber was behind bars. Most were happy to see him arrested. Yeah. Who wasn't <laughs> yeah. happy to see him arrested? Local Nazis, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Uh... Uh, But Dolan always maintained his innocence and was released early after passing a lie detector test. Mm. Early doubts about his true guilt have only grown in the years since. It's hard to say whether the real Phantom Barber was ever caught. (gasps) He could be out there right now. No. 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 (laughs) He would be very old (laughs) if he was. My permanence. Yes. Um, So that's it. That's the creepy story and creepy drawing of the phantom barber of pascagoula so uh don't have nightmares everybody that's that's like i'll try that is horrifying because i imagine the majority of people had no idea what had happened like they might have not even noticed the hair had been snipped and if he's chloroforming them he's just getting in and out scot-free how long had he been doing this for before someone realized yeah yeah Think of all the thefts to happen. I think having your hair stolen is up there as one of the worst. <laughs> it feels quite um uh what's the word? Um invasive? Yeah, yeah, like uh I don't know. That's not the exact word I meant, but yeah, it's like invasive. 
Nice. Well, um, next it's Michael Johnson with your Ooh. listener submitted thing, isn't it? Darn tootin'. Uh, we've got an article submitted by Bartek Kubica um, at Barthold BB on Twitter. And the headline is Mannequin, in quotes, arrested after Warsaw shop burglary. Ooh, spooky <laughs> mannequins. Ooh. Ooh. This is the scariest episode of Doctor Who, the mannequin yeah. one. Yes, Ooh. the melty boys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and I'm just going to put the picture in the thread. Actually, I'm going to put it... Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me send the picture of a man standing in a shop window looking very unconvincingly <laughs> like a mannequin uh, next <laughs> is he holding a shopping guy. bag I think he oh is. he is holding a shopping bag yeah uh, he's got it into character um but also looks like he's stood outside of the shop <laughs> yeah it does it doesn't help that the other mannequins are black plastic and he With is no basically a white yeah. human man <laughs> <laughs> oh Strange. god I do like him being stood next to the Wrangler and Barbie collaboration at Logo there. Mm. Woo, woo, yes. woo. Um, so we begin. A man has been accused of posing as a mannequin in a Warsaw shop window to steal jewellery after closing time. Tell me, what is the crime? <laughs> posing as a mannequin in a Warsaw shop? Oh. The 22-year-old was pictured standing still and holding a bag in a window of the store, which police have not named. Police said the accused went hunting in various departments after closing before settling on a jewellery stand. The man is also accused of stealing items from a second mall. He has been charged with burglary and theft and faces up to 10 years in prison. Holy moly. Oh my God. Warsaw police said that staff and shoppers failed to notice anything unusual as the man (laughs) stood in the window and blended in with several mannequins. No. No. You simply must look at the thread or or Google this story if you're listening at home and have not seen the photo yet. He's just a man. Which country is again? Poland. Poland. Are Are we certain that Polish people don't look like that? Hmm. But he doesn't mannequins. look like that. He doesn't look like a mannequin, though. No. But he looks—he doesn't look like the other mannequins. That's... I know what you're talking about. That's a ma- that's clearly. I can see four mannequins in that photo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you Polish? Are you, deep down, you've got Polish roots. Oh Possibly. my god, know. that's amazing. He. I wonder how long he stood there for. And maybe we'll find out as I continue reading. Mm. Um, police said that he stood still until he felt it was safe. Then walked through various. De- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and then he walked through various departments after closing time before taking jewelry. He was eventually spotted by security staff. Uh, the man is accused in two other incidents. In the first, police say he dined late at a restaurant in a second Ooh. shopping centre. What is the charge? <laughs> oh, and then he waited for it to close. That's a succulent Chinese meal after closing time. Okay, so <laughs> the charge is not enjoying meal cl- close to closing time. It's then lingering around afterwards. Yeah. Um, police said he then entered a clothing store and exchanged wait, exchanged his clothes for new ones before returning to the restaurant for another meal. Good lad. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. So he went in, did a dining dash, got a free new pair of clothes or a disguise, 
and went back in and they were none the wiser. <laughs> Who's this dude? Oh, we, we haven't seen him before. Wow, holy hell. He was caught on CCTV slipping under the clothing store's partially open shutters. Oh, so he was actually behind the window. Huh. Oh. Oh, okay. Uh, like maybe it, but... he, gets, he gets some bonus points there then. Uh, Robert Sumiata, a police spokesman, said that in the third incident at another location, the man waited until after closing time and then took money from several cash registers and tried to, tried to steal other items. Police have released pictures of the suspect's eventual arrest. The man has been remanded in custody for three months, prosecutors Ooh. in Warsaw said. Well, doesn't he feel like a silly sausage now? Yes. Uh, that's... I mean, I was going to say, let's be a warning to people. If you're going to be a mannequin, be more convincing. But he literally convinced everyone. It was only when he started he getting up to his devious deeds that he got caught. He needs to do it in jail, obviously. He needs to pose like a mannequin. And then they come and they look in the cell and like, where's he gone? Yeah. And then they open, he's like, they open the cell and he's gone. Look, where is he? He's gone. <laughs> Someone's left and the so mannequin they leave in the cell here. door open. And then he can, yeah, and then he can, oh, yeah, they carry the mannequin out because there's a mannequin in the bins, cell. Yeah. And, yeah, they leave him by the bins and he's got free. <laughs> oh, God, that's amazing. I must, I must try that sometime next time I plan to do some stealing. Also, I like the, the picture I've just sent of him being, like, ha taken into custody, like being manhandled by police. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> the comparison between the two images of one, him stood like a mannequin and then being marched to his doom. Are those his new clothes? They're different <laughs> clothes. I'm yeah. those are his new ones. Do you like I would shoes? love it. Can someone Photoshop that image so it looks like uh, they are they are carrying like a rigid object? Yeah, just a, <laughs> an actual mannequin. He's just like perfectly straight. He's sprinting away in the background and they've got a mannequin that they're taking <laughs> yeah, to prison. We got him, guys. We got, we, uh, we got him. Oh, that's oh, good. Well, thank you very much, Bartek, for that. What a joy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. Uh, I'm lost. Is it your, is your go, Ben, to do your actual thing? Yeah. It's time for my actual thing. And also, we forgot to talk about it at the top. So if you're listening at this point in the podcast, congratulations. You're the, you're the first to hear about it. But we have provisionally penciled in Friday the 8th of December yes. for a Vidiot's reunion stream. So if you wanted to come along and tune into some nonsense, probably some live things, some video games, a watch along of something, maybe we'll auction off some some uh, primo vidiots tat from back in 2018, uh, then keep the 8th of December, Friday evening, free. That's the working date currently, subject to change, but the 8th of December, very exciting, will be hopefully live on Twitch. So yeah. come along if you can. GMT sort of time, evening, no specific time yes. yet, but... British evening on that day. Mm. Yes, until late-ish. Yeah. Or just late. Don't know. <laughs> it's time for my thing. Now, in previous years, I have done a little game called Spook or Spock. Yes. <laughs> that has been an annual tradi tradition where I've uh, charged you guys with telling the difference between spooky horror quotes and quotes from the Star Trek character Spock. Oh. Now, Spock's old news right? Yeah. Because uh, I've done it two years now, and also I'm running out of quotes. Mm -hmm. So I've come up with a new game that I've also sort of had to scramble to put together <laughs> after I reverse engineered a pun. <laughs> All good games start like this. They do. Introducing Fright or Sprite, where I give you 10 quotes 
and you have to tell me whether it's a fright, a horror quote, or if it's a sprite, a soft drinks slogan. Okay. <laughs> okay, this is good. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you've got you ten guys, of them. I've wow. got ten. That's you guys, are they a fright or are they a sprite? You're going to have to let me know. Okay. This is incredible. Some of them might be more obvious than others. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I was dealing with limited uh, limited slogans, but that's okay. Uh, we'll have a good time while we go. Are you guys all right to score yourselves? Yes. Yes. I still have a cat on my arm. <laughs> oh, this whole time. Wow. Yeah. Up first. Uh, do, uh, in fact, do you want to, can you give me your spooky buzzer, Peter Austin? Uh, okay. Um Hear that? Did that come through? Did no, that no, didn't, didn't come through. That. Oh no! Well, I best not do that then. That one didn't <laughs> not work. That one. Um, what about boo? That's good. That's okay. a good one. Michael Johnson, what's your spooky buzzer, please? Spook. Okay. As fast as you can. Here we go. First one. We've got a taste for you. Oh. Oh, that's tricky. It could be. Oh. Boo. Oh. Peter. I'll say that's horror. That's fright. And Michael? Mm, I'm going to say that's a Sprite. It's a Sprite. That's a Coca-Cola slogan from 1985. Oh, we've got a taste for you. We've got a taste taste for you. you. Next up, image is nothing. Thirst is everything. (laughs) Obey your thirst. Yeah, I'm... Yeah, Mikey was in first, but Peter, yeah, yeah. what were you saying? Yeah. I was just going to say, this is harder than I thought, because everything... You'd think a thirst reference would be, oh, well, that's a drink, but it could easily be a vampire. So oh. It could be a vampire. It's actually quite what tricky. Well, Mikey, what's this, please? A fright or a sprite? Well, I buzzed in before I thought about the vampire connection, but I'm uh. going to stick to my guns and say it's a sprite. Peter? I also think that one is a sprite. That one is a sprite. It's literally sprite. It's the 1999 slogan. What? Okay. Say it again one more time, just so we can bask in it for a minute. Image is nothing. Thirst is everything. Obey your thirst. Image is nothing. It's aggressive, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Holy hell. Next up. It's all for you. (laughs) Ooh. Peter. I'm going to say Sprite again. I'm going to go go spook this time. That is a fright. (gasps) That's a quote from the Sorry, Omen. fright, not spook. I'm just using my own buzzer. Yeah. Uh, yes, a fright, <laughs> I mean. That's a that's from the Omen, 1976. Ooh. It's all for you, that line. Uh. Well, Mikey. Next up. Something twisted is coming. Spook. That's Michael. Almost definitely a sprite. Yeah, that is a sprite. Correct. That is Fanta. Mm. Mm. Unknown year. I assume it's their fruit twist. Yeah. Yeah. Fanta. Next. Tell everyone. Boo. I keep saying Sprite, but I think that is a Sprite. Mikey. Say it again one more time. Tell everyone. (laughs) How did I not remember a two word thing? Um (laughs) Tell your friends. Uh, I'm going to say Fright. It's a fright. That's Whoa! from Candyman in 2021. Ah, my word. Next up. Unleash the beast. Oh, I know that one. Spook. <laughs> <laughs> that's 
That's uh, Mikey. That's Sprite. That's Monster. Sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, Michael. Sorry, I ruined what? it. I ruined it. That's it's it's is isn't it? Peter. The, sorry. Well, he has now just made it very obvious. If you're mm-hmm. if you're what allowing did you think? me, what did you th- what did you think before I said that? Be honest, we'll know. Oh, I didn't. I didn't know one way or the other. I was gonna just sort of weigh it up and go. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I so honestly Peter's don't know never what, had a monster in his life. I did. I certainly didn't know it was monster. I, I'll, I'm happy to give you that information, but I would have just picked one. Um, but I'm now gonna say sprite. Oh. It is a sprite. It's monster energy. Yes. Sorry, I got excited there because I knew the exact drink. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't contain myself. Order, order, order. Next one. We're friends to the end. Ooh. 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 Peter. That sounds like it could be a fright. Mikey. I'm going to say sprite. It's a fright. Oh, that is from 1988's Chucky. Oh, oh yeah. of course, yeah. Next one. It's always been in her. Is it in you? Spook? That's, Michael. That must be a fright. Peter. I guess bright, just to be different. Shockingly, that is a 2004 Gatorade slogan. Oh. Sorry? <laughs> what? It wow. Is. I don't know the context. It may have been uh, like a partnership with an athlete, perhaps. Yeah, something like that. Uh, but yeah, that is that's a that's a sprite. That's a sprite. Gross. Next one is. What's the worst thing that could happen? Ooh, Peter. Uh, that's sprite. Michael. Uh, I I concur. That's a sprite, and well done for doing a better job than me, Peter, and containing your excitement. <laughs> I still was pretty excited, but that's Dr Pepper, isn't it? That is a, uh, a a slew of very famous adverts from 2001-ish for Dr. Pepper. Uh, this actually, while I was researching this, this is the UK-specific slogan because they added in the word that yeah. unnecessarily. Oh. What's the worst thing that could happen? And then a year later, they revised it to be in line with the American one. What's the worst? Uh, that could happen. Hang on. What's the worst? What what was it? What's the worst thing? What's the oh, worst that could happen? What's, what's the, the worst sorry? Yeah, happen. they added in thing mm. is my yeah my mistake. So yeah, it should be what's the worst that could happen. But the UK one was what's the worst thing that could happen, which Ugh. is a bit a bit wordy. Yeah. Finally, can I get the scores, please? So far, I think I'm on I, six. I think I'm on seven. You, okay. you must be ahead of me, Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. It comes down to this, and neither of you are going to guess it. <laughs> are you ready? Okay. All right. Lip smacking, thirst quenching, ace tasting, motivating, good buzzing, cool talking, high walking, fast jiving, ever giving, cool fizzing, Pepsi. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh God. I don't know. (laughs) Peter. Is it a trick? I'm going to say Sprite. Oh. Mikey. I guess I'm going to go spook. It's it's a sprite. Okay. It's the what? Pepsi slogan from 1974. Ah <laughs> oh, man! It could have been from like a scary movie too or something. Couldn't it, it could, yeah. yeah, yeah. How shit is that slogan? Really <laughs> shit. Yeah. Half of it's in parentheses. It just goes <laughs> into brackets halfway through. <laughs> uh, so yeah, there we are. I think that's a draw then. Yeah, mm-hmm. seven apiece. I think. Congratulations. Congratulations to both of you. That's fright or sprite. I don't know what I'm going to do next year. <laughs> Surely there's more sort of um, uh, sayings you can you can find deep in Maybe. the depths. Yeah. Possibly. 
I think. I'll have a look yeah. in in one calendar year when I can be fucked. <laughs> Yay. Lovely. Well, thank you, uh, Ben. Thank, thank you, Ben. That was a lot of fun. Um, You're welcome. We stick with, let's face it, junk food if we go from <gasps> fizzy drinks over to McDonald's. Ooh. Ooh. This was submitted by Jamie Taylor on Twitter, j- at Jamie H-U-F-C. Um, it's according to the dailymail.co.uk. That's pretty spooky. Boo. Uh, written by Sh- uh, Shannon McGuigan. Mag- something like that i don't know uh bizarre mcdonald's tweet by young blood makes people think an unhappy meal has been released for halloween great um british music artist young blood has duped fans into believing that he is releasing his very own meal with mcdonald's are you guys familiar with young blood no no just, me neither I, i've just googled him um let's see if this Sparks your memories, but nope, not for me either. Um, oh, are we too chuggy for this man? Oh, Possibly. Might be. Yeah, he's pretty creepy looking. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what has Youngblood been up to? The <laughs> spooky looking boy. <laughs> the fast food chain has collaborated with various musicians on various custom meal combos over the years, from Cardi B and Offset to BTS and even the rapper Sawweetie. I, I know have some of those names. So, of sorry, Sawweetie? S-A-W-E-E-T-I-E. What's that? Like then? Sweetie, but with saw at the start. Uh, uh, I prefer hammer shreddies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, fans of the British rocker were quick to assume his social media announcement of his very own unhappy meal with McDonald's for Halloween for Halloween weekend was real. Youngblood's followers quickly scrambled to the comments asking if the fictional meal would be available worldwide. <laughs> um, here's a, a picture of Youngblood at McDonald's decorated in Halloween uh, stuff. <laughs> uh, in a tweet that now has more than 255,000 views, Youngblood, also known as Dominic Harrison, posted two images. One was an eerie black and red graphic of the imaginary, deliciously spooky McDonald's collaboration meal. The other image snapped the songwriter donning a black puffer coat and hoodie alongside a monochromatic Happy Meal box. The artist wrote on X, formerly known as Twitter, introducing the Unhappy Meal, available at your local McDonald's restaurant this weekend to celebrate Halloween and the release of my new song, Happier. Go get yours this Halloween. On his Instagram, the strawberry lipstick singer also shared a convincing picture of the fictitious toys available with the meal called Credence and Friends. Let me send you these images um, because they are odd. Uh, Hello? (laughs) Hello? What's going on with this article? Why can't I click anymore? Oh, it's haunted. You're going to have to screenshot it. Yeah, I might have to. Um, Hang on. Here we are. I've, I've got it. Copy image. Um, it's quite good actually. It's 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 pretty well done. So uh, there's a a picture of the unhappy meal, um, mm-hmm. and then there's the toy, which I think is kind of oh cool. My God. Okay, um, toys are good. Toys are good. Yeah, yeah kind of like just spooky creatures. They're, they're like a bit like I think they're like those little thumb like jelly like things yeah. you used to be able to put on your thumb. In fact, they probably it's oh. probably exactly yeah. what they are. They've just been yeah. turned grayscale. Um, <laughs> Uh, some were uh, 
Some followers across the globe flocked to the comments of his tweet, hoping to find out if the Unhappy Meal would be in their country. One person eagerly queried, Is it in Canada? While one fan chimed in, Gutted this isn't in the US, Mackies. Another added, Please tell me this isn't just in the UK. This would be the greatest birthday present ever. Oh, no. <laughs> greatest birthday present ever? Others were ecstatic That's at the sad prof- fucking birthday. No, yeah. <laughs> and a shit toy. But- um, others were ecstatic at the prospect of young of young blood. This is how it's this is what is written here. Others were ecstatic at the prospect of young blood meal. Quipping, this is everything I never knew I needed. OMG. Certain music fans were keen to know if the fictional meal came with a young blood related toy. However, not everyone was so quick to fall for the prank, with one user questioning, is this real or not? I'm about to go to McDonald's this weekend and make myself look, a, look like an absolute fool if it's not. Tell me. Another continued, Right, if I go Mackey's on the weekend and ask for an unhappy meal and they laugh in my face, I yes. am I am unstanning. Whoa. Wow. Unstanning. Which we Ooh. understand thanks to Mikey's quiz oh, last, last we time. Did. It's good to know that you unstan and you don't de-stan. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. important. Or stand down. Yeah. Right? <laughs> uh, one fan responded to the trick saying this is why they had trust issues with the singer. And another reshared the post with the comment, a lot of people about to be actually unhappy when they ask for one of these. Um, the article continues, but... Uh, with nothing more useful than Mail Online has approached McDonald's for comment. Oh, uh, I bet they'll have loads to say. And uh, it also says that the viral prank comes after, uh, comes after the restaurant decided to kick off the half term by slashing prices. Wow. Which sounds like a. Is it half term? It's Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. wow. Is it? Oh. Um, which sounds like a, a sponsored link that they've put in there, quite frankly. It absolutely does. Yeah. Fuck the Daily Mail. Um, that's I'm amazed they haven't done an unhappy meal because that's yeah. genuinely quite a good idea. It is a good I, idea. I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't do it next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But they do it do. without young blood. Yeah. <laughs> Just do the wrong. Yeah. yeah, great idea, man. Cheers. Oh, nice yeah. one. Oh, uh, so there we go. Thanks for sending that in. Wow. Uh, How good. spooky. And that concludes our things, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I had like a picture in front of a uh, picture of young blood in front of me that entire time. And I was kind of. I don't know, I was getting angrier and angrier just looking at him. <laughs> Gotta to listen to Why? his music. What is it that what about it what about him annoys oh, you? He just looks annoying, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, I think he looks quite annoying. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, he's trolled us all. Mm. He's got you though. He's got yeah. the sort of the Calcestis vibe about him, Ben, I would say. Oh yeah, just a bit of a punchable face. Bit of a punchable mm. face, yeah. Fair well, enough. Stop that now. Yes. Thank well. you. Thank you. Thank you, boys, for your spooky things. And uh, thank you to our wonderful listeners and viewers for coming through and helping us out Yeah, uh, with some spooky listener submitted things at the last minute. Usual service should re- resume in a, in a fortnight's time where we'll be accepting all the wonderful, weird, normal things that exist on the internet uh, in your local area from the past couple of weeks or so. So make sure you keep an eye out for the post on Twitter where we request those. It thank- won't be too long. Thank you to everyone who sent us the story of an easy jet flight this time that was uh, cancelled because someone did a poo on the floor of the oh, toilet. Oh, no. Um, can't keep happening. It's happened again. And um, <laughs> I wanted to learn about that. I, I feel really bad time. for the... 
I feel really bad for the pilot because the pilot is quoted as um, being very entertained by it, right? Which is not what. And oh, there's all these. I mean, if you were freezing jet, the money can't be that great, can it? Well, no, yeah. but it, he's it's been completely taken out of context. So there's all these really angry customers who had to like spend the night in whatever city the flight was cancelled in and fly the next day, and they're all like rightfully pissed off, and they're saying, "Oh, the pilot seemed very entertained," but the video that they're quoting is the pilot comes to address the whole plane and is clearly really pissed off. And he sarcastically, it's halfway through a sentence that the video begins, and he uh, sarcastically says, found it very entertaining to defecate on the toilet floor. So he's clearly <laughs> saying, we're cancelling the flight because someone found it very entertaining to defecate on the floor. But uh, he's being quoted as being very entertained, entertained. by oh, the incident. For God's sake. Yeah context is everything mm -hmm. i just it can't is. imagine a worse place to do an, like a bad poo than on a plane where you're trapped with yeah. people who are going Why on holiday yeah. and excited to go on holiday and then they find out you did a poo on the floor and now they can't go on holiday good god yeah. that that person would be torn to shreds mm -hmm. oh. my immediate thought is just mental illness because there's just mm. uh, there's no logical I can't. There's no through line there. What's the What's the goal? I think the the flight had been delayed by three and a half hours before they got on. So I don't oh know if it was some God. sort of dirty protest or yeah, maybe <laughs> just. To who just you fucked illness. yourself over? Well, your yeah, Ellen. I know. Yeah, <laughs> sake. Wow. Well, I look forward to getting cross about more things that have happened on planes <laughs> in a fortnight's time. Uh, we have a shop, don't we, Michael? You're darn tootin'. If you head over to vidiotsofficial.com and click on the lovely enticing little shop button, you will be greeted by a myriad of goodies and wares for you to buy and use around your home and put on your body, including T-shirts, stickers, mug and hat and also hoodie. Tis the season. Get yourself something warm. Mm. Um, do it. Do it. We're uh, also working on something new, potentially in time for the Vidiot's uh, reunion live stream on the 8th yes. of December. Fingers crossed. So keep your eyes peeled for that and save up those pennies because we're going to make it so expensive that it's the only thing you can afford that <laughs> month. We're not. But, uh, but you should prepare your wallets because, you know. You know you're going to want to come away with something at the end of the night because you've had such a great time with oh. your internet friends, us. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Bring money. Uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all.com forward slash Vidiots Official. The Discord, of course, is vidiotsofficial.com forward slash Discord. Uh, if you go there, you can hang out with our community and say hi and submit some stuff on there. We don't always check it for things, though. So if you are on Twitter, uh, make sure you send it that way. But we will poke our heads in from time to time and, and uh, see what's going on. And thank you to Tommy and Fleckers for modding us over there. Twitch.tv forward slash Vidiots Official. That's where we will be doing the reunion stream. That's where we did the uh, charity stream the other week. The VOD is now on the YouTube channel if you want to go check it out. And of course, podiots.com is where you need to go to be redirected to our wonderful Streamlabs page, where if you donate £3 or more, you will join Pod Squad, get a shout-out at the beginning and the end of the next podcast that we record, and you will be supporting us in the process to keep doing this. We have three different platoons available. There's the plump, uh, the Pumpy Platoon, sorry, the Tiny Troop, and the Fast Crew, and Mikey's going to start off with the Pumpy Platoon right now. Thank you very much, Ben. We begin with Stephen Scores, Halloween's Nuts... Donak 07, Cheese Beats Petrol 2020, uh, Shreddy Rand Kiz Tazbar Yeah, Shreddy Rand Kiz Tazbar Yeah. Don't know. 
Nah. Shreddy Rand. Submit several donations next week to explain yourself. Yes, please, please. I've sharted, so I'll finish. The very generous and Lord Gravy Betovich. Thank you, thank you. Oh, yes. We've also... We've also got one vowel from She-Ra, who was very generous. Thank you very much. Prince Beefcakes, Paul Hollywood's Sticky Hand, the very generous Shrek's Hot Knob Spiders, and Toby Curtis McKenzie. <laughs> and finally, we've got Urine for a Treat, Cyclepath Psychopath, Killy Ray Walrus, Brian Butterwank, Mr. Macker. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe she's D's Nuts. Maybe it's D's Nuts, sorry. Uh... Kristen smells nya nya. And finally, we've got Brian Trunterfield. Thank you, Pod Squad, for this week. We love you. We appreciate you. Podiots.com, three pounds or more to get a shout out at the beginning and the end of the next episode of Podiots. Go on, do it. I dare you. Uh, Peter. Yeah. Is there anything that came out on Vidiots uh, five years ago this week? Flipping lords. Well, not loads. We're starting to wind down at this point. But, uh, <laughs> yes, we are. We were given our marching orders. Yeah. Uh, Vidiot's live Twitch stream, Dark Souls Remastered number three. Podiot's episode 17, great stuff. Uh, post some tat number 35, Golden Bat Buddha. Oh, the Golden Bat Buddha. Yes, oh. I remember that. Medieval Ruling, Age of Empires 2, part one. Uh, worst games ever, all-star water sports. Life on the Edge, Gang Beasts. Medieval Ruling, Age of Empires 2, Part 2. We're approaching the uh, the good video. Post, yeah. post some tat number 36, Workplace Safety. And then there it is. Age of Empires in real life, the live action finale. Um, that, that, in fact, happened today at time of recording. Did uh, it? Yeah. I don't remember the weather being that miserable, to be honest. No, yeah. it was all right, actually. We were in streams and stuff, weren't mm. we? Paddling about. I mean, maybe we filmed it quite far ahead i don't oh, know that's true yeah maybe that's we true. went in september or early october um we've also got the worst games ever spooky special casper and the ghost uh the ghostly trio uh vidiot's live twitch stream dark souls remastered number four and cortex's clever girls the left for dead mods that was when we did like oh, crash bandicoot and velociraptors and stuff weird stuff um and that's it that's that takes us up to uh uh, the release day of this podcast. There's a couple more spooky things, um, but they'll have to be next time. Strictly and speaking, then the, the spookiest thing of all is the slow winding down of po- uh, videos. After that, well, in oh, one, boy. two, three, four, five videos time, videos may or may not be changing. Uh, oh no! The Uh-oh. anniversary of it, yeah. Oh, it's man. nearly time. Have we finished memory cards at this point? I think we have, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, I've not, said, I've not mentioned memory cards for a while, I don't think. <laughs> We've so. ripped memory cards by now. We have. Tragically. Yeah. Michael Johnson, where can you be found on the internet? At Paraboy on Twitter and Instagram. Those are the two best places to keep up with what I'm doing this current moment. Yes, go, give, go, go check him out. Thank you. And Peter, where are we? We are at that Peter Austin and at confused underscore dude over on Twitter. That's the main place to go. And you can also find us together at Team Triple Jump on Twitter, but more importantly, on YouTube and Twitch, where we are playing video games, worst games ever, in fact, and weirdest games. And we're hanging out with Rules Boss occasionally on Patreon. And we're doing cooking on Patreon. It's all very silly. And some of it is like the Vidiot's days. Not all oh, of it. Yeah. And it's missing Michael Johnson. 
but we're all happy in our own lives. Yeah, we're yeah. all missing Michael Johnson. Even yes. Michael Johnson is missing Michael I'm Johnson. I'm missing Michael Johnson. Yeah. It's been too you long know, since I last said what asked... that means? Mm-hmm. Is he's missing Michael Johonson because he looks so great. He's lost oh, to Michael Johnson. Stop it. Stop it. I don't know what to <laughs> say. Thank shape. you. And Fuck off. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be handsome in peace. <laughs> Excellent. Well, there's just enough time for me to ask you guys to leave us a review on your audio podcast platform. Why not make it five stars? If you, uh, you're you not in a position to support us through PodSquad, or maybe even if you are, why not five-star review? That would really help. Something to do with Al Gore's rhythms. We'd really appreciate it. And now I'm going to ask you guys, what final question should we ask the audience to put in the comments of the YouTube video? Which, by the way, we should plug more. We are actually on camera now. Yeah. So if you want to watch oh, the YouTube yeah. version, you'll see us using face cam. So you can go do that. Yeah. Uh, a question. Mm. What are you dressing up as for this Halloween? Good question, Michael Johnson. Mm. Lovely. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for listening slash watching, everybody. We'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. So, uh, goodbye. 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 Goodbye.